G'day ghouls and ghosts, and welcome to another episode of A Horror Shed. This is one of your hosts, Mog, speaking. As it turns out, this episode became a pretty long one, so we have made our very first two-part episode. Thank you, Aaliyah, for the suggestion. I love your... You've got a Star Wars mug. I do. It says, these are not the droids you're looking for. Oh, that's so cool. I, yeah. This is why you need to come visit, because i got to show yeah. you all of my mug collection. I, I need to see your you. mug collection. Like, not me, not Nemo, the mugs. Yeah. Oh, speaking of mugs, <laughs> I have my dinosaur mug. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Look, at that's so cool. Yeah. Speaking of mugs. It's got a nice cup of tea. Yep, cup of tea. Um, if we do sound different first morning, well, not first morning. No, no, no. The, the times we recorded the first few episodes, it was definitely not the morning. We oh yeah, no, that was not. It was like midday. <laughs> midday to like four p.m. <laughs> yeah, it started at like twelve, and then we were we were going for ages. When we got the mics working. Yeah, when we got them working and we remembered to turn them on and then plug them in. Because I keep dropping the ball on being editor. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's fine. I quite enjoyed the editing. Anything that like means you have more work but you're okay with. Oh yeah, that, yeah. It might be, I'll be fine, I'll spice it together. Yeah, I believe I believe in the power of mug. Yeah, power of mug is mighty. Powerful, powerful thing. Especially early morning. Oh yeah, we love it. Hello. Hello. Dear listeners, we will be talking today about a film called Freaks. Yes, 1932. From 1932. Mm, okay. So, the IMD synopsis is, a, circus, a circus's beautiful trapeze artist, Cleopatra, agrees to marry the leader of sideshow performers, but his deformed friends discover she is only marrying him for his inheritance Mm. that's what imdb has to say and now let's talk about what we have to say what do we have to say so this is your first time watching freaks what do you think um yeah did i find find the film that you didn't like possibly i don't i don't think it's that necessary that i didn't like it it's that i think you found one well this is the first time i didn't quite get the tone yes i struggled very much with the tone of this film a hundred percent the tone is very funky yeah because i don't know it, i was watching it, i was like well, what, what am i supposed to think and like i didn't know where the film was going it just felt a bit wonky yes one thing that i are we going to do the thing where we go through the plot briefly first? It yeah, we is, can. It kind of is what it says on the tin. Like, IMDb kind of gets it right. Um, yeah. What did you think of the opening scroll? Like, the, the text at the beginning? I missed that bit. <gasps> okay, so this this is this is the thing with, what? like... Um... Maybe, wait, maybe <clears throat> that's why I didn't quite... So so you started with the guy talking about the attraction that's the most hideous thing in the world. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I think it must have been that too, because I remember when I was watching it this time and I saw the opening scroll, I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Okay, but the first time I watched it, it was the same. Yeah, it just kind of drops you in it. And this guy is talking about this, um, do we say kind of heads up, we're going to use a lot of a, like 
language that they use. Yeah. And the language is not okay. This is from the 1930s. Yeah. This is like, you know, people born with abnormalities are the deformed, the like. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They're very, they were known during that time to be in air quotes freaks. Yeah, I mean, they are quite literally at a freak show. That is yeah. their profession. So, um, yeah, and I mean, the, the whole idea of a freak show is in itself, like, horrific. Let's yeah. let's look at these people who were born different. And that's, you know, you're going into this film with but a strange tone. they're people who are visually born different Yes, as well. Shall I tell you about the opening scroll? Yes, because I, take- I missed that. I'm intrigued. What? Did, so, wait, hang on. Did the opening scroll alter how you watched it the second time? A little bit. Should I save that for the context? Yes, Should we go with what you you saw? Okay. The thing about this film is I feel like there's a lot of well-intention. Yeah. Because it's this whole thing of that guy who's talking at the beginning, who's mentioning about how, like, they live hard lives. They are born different and it affects how they live. Mm. And that's a true fact. And I think a lot of people would probably be quite dismissive of that fact. Uh, Freaks kind of thoughts. Yeah. But he's kind of saying like, let's think of He seems trying to be in a well-mannered way. Yeah. But it's also very, it's very patronising at times because Mm. it's this whole thing of like, offend one and you will offend them all yes it's like you know they're not like a hive mind yeah you know, you know it's not like a thing that like if they're all born... their own individual person yeah like if you're born with an abnormality you will have to form this cult-like hive mind no you're your own no. person you're yeah. literally just a person and then when he does show the first kind of glimpse you have of other people seeing freaks we're going to use the word freaks a lot mm. it's, it's what the film's called. It's like quite literally like a freak show. Yeah, it's and the, just called. the terms that were used in the yeah. film. So the first shot you have of the average crowd seeing freaks, there's like screams. Is there a woman who's yeah. faints? Yeah, I think there is a, there's a woman who's faint. We don't see this... We don't see. We don't, we don't see. see her, but the man who's like this whole time being like, you need to treat them with a bit more kindness, you know, is saying like, offend one and you'll offend them all. But like, you need to treat them with kindness, calls her a living monstrosity. Yeah. So and like, uh, a monster baby. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very like, yeah, let's be kind to them, but also yuck. Yeah. And it's like, we need to be kind to them. They have a hard hey, let's put them in a zoo. Yes, because she is literally like, again, you don't see her yet. Yeah, but... she's in like one of those baby um, basket things. Not, I don't know what it's... But it's like, like lower, it's thing. like in the ground kind of thing. Like people are looking down or is it... No, it's like it's like walled. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, those yeah. like buildable ground crib things? Yeah. That's what yeah. I was pictured to be like, but not see-through. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you have to like walk right up and look down to see yeah. her. And she's just kind of in there. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah. And that's kind of your introduction to the film. So like, what did you make of that scene? Again, like you're going to have the issue that I have where I'm like, I don't get the tone. What do I yeah. say? Yeah, I'm just a bit, I was, I don't know. I was like, well, what? I think that was, that was going on in my head. Like me just, 
they go, what? Yeah. I don't know. But it's that, I do like the bit that it wasn't revealed to see her until the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we'll get onto that when we get to that, because I do have yeah. thoughts about that. But yeah, you don't see her and then it just... Yeah. Is that you. you get the intrigued bit because it's she's being hidden from the viewers, but you're mm-hmm. getting that audience there reaction. Yeah. And we also get told that she was once beautiful. Yeah. And so there's something, story... yeah, we get told she was once beautiful, something happened, and now this is how she's ended up. Yeah, the whole film is a kind of a flashback of how she got there. See, when I was watching the film. Mm-hmm. And it started the flashback. I thought, oh, yes, this is a flashback. And then as it carried on, I kind of lost that thought. I was like, oh, maybe it's not a flashback and mm-hmm. got confused until the oh, end okay. where it was revealed. And I was like, oh, yeah, this oh, is a flashback. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. So you didn't. So did you have a moment where, because it's basically, you're told like she was a trapeze artist. So yeah. then when you get introduced to a trapeze artist, you're like, oh, how is she going to become a quote unquote freak? Yeah. Uh, so did you have that if you lost that or was that still? No, I did have that thought at the beginning because mm-hmm. that was the first flashback introduction was to her and Hans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I had that, oh, yeah, that's the bit where I had this is a flashback. And then that kind of got lost on me as it went on. Well, I think you do kind of get swept up in the story. Yeah. Sorry if there's a disconnect. (laughs) (laughs) Behind the scenes shenanigans. Yes. Yes, we then cut to like Cleopatra is the name of this trapeze artist. Yes. And she is incredibly tall and incredibly beautiful. The guy, I think, says she was so beautiful, she, like, turned down a prince or something. Like, she had... Yeah, something like that. Just to show off how beautiful she is, to highlight the fact of what happened. Yeah, yeah. And then we meet um, Hans and Frida. Frida. And they are... I should have researched what, because I think I'm slightly behind on terminology. Because I know, I know, I think um, my brain's just saying Tyrion Lannister. What is his name? I can't remember his name. But I know that his actor has said that he hates the word dwarf. But I know that there was an interview with like other people born with dwarfism as a term, like a medical term. And they said that they really preferred the name, the term dwarf. Because it, they, I like this one guy was like, "What's the alternative? Little people? That's patronising." Yeah. So I don't know. Again, it's not a hive mind. No. <laughs> people have different thoughts. I and people think, have different preferences. Yeah. As far as I'm aware of, it's still dwarf. Yeah. You know, elves and dwarves are yeah. fantasy. And I think that was his main issue with the word. Yeah. Um, Hans and Frida are two people with dwarfism and they are engaged yeah Um, they're they're recently engaged yeah and straight away you can see they're having some issues yeah because Hans is eyeing up Cleopatra yeah and visibly and in front of Frida yeah he's not being very considerate Frida is kind of like hey Hans why are you looking at her yeah and He's like, he is reassuring at first. He is Mm. like, Frida, the only person I want to be with is the woman I asked to marry me. And like, he holds her hand. So I'm like, you know what? Hats off to you, Hans and Frida. Yeah, I did like it when he said that. And then he kind of gets dismissive 
yes. of her and falls for Cleo. He very quickly is like, cool, I've reassured her. Yeah. I don't need to worry about doing that anymore. Yeah, my job on that part is done. I can do whatever I want now. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 constant reassurance. This film is a Frida Stan film. I am a Frida yeah. Stan account. Oh, yeah. She is so communicative. Anytime she needs reassurance, she is vocal about that. She is not internalizing Yeah, if she has that. any worries, she doesn't hesitate to ask or call for help from someone else. Like, was it Venus she was talking yeah, to? Yeah, Venus. With the washing like line. Another woman who, who works at the at the circus. She, I think she's a seal trainer. The only time you see her doing anything vaguely circus related, she's like putting away a seal. Yeah. So I always just, I'm like, I don't know what she's doing, but she's great. But she's yeah, oh, like, I love her. She's like talking to Hans when she needs reassurance. But then, mm. she, like you said, like she also does have Venus where she's like, right, this isn't time to talk to Hans. He's not going to get it the way that like, you know, another woman might get it. And you could talk to Venus, you know, woman to woman. Mm. I love Frida. She's so good. She knows what she wants. Yeah. And she, like you said, is very good with communication. Yeah, yeah. I love her so much. Yes. Oh, and again, communication. Because she she basically has this act where she is on like a, I guess, like a Shetland pony. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's a Shetland pony and she dances. And she's dressed up in a kind of like a tutu. Yeah, and she's got ballet shoes. Yeah, yeah. and So pretty. So pretty. And she has the, like, finger curl, like, waves. She's stunning. So, yeah, she goes and gets ready for the performance. And she's, like, checking the harness of a pony. And she's kind of giving the guy who, like, brings the pony out, like, a little bit of shit. Because she's like, is it on securely? Like, last time it was on too loose. Yeah. And she's not afraid to hold back. Yeah. She's like, you know, some people might think... I'm small and so I'll be easy to get around. She's like, no, no, my safety is important to me. Yeah. Have you done your job? I love Frida. But yeah, that kind of leads Hans to just ogle at um, Cleopatra. And then she kind of sees that and does this thing where she like drops her cape. Yeah. For him to put it back on. And he picks it up, but then she doesn't kind of lean down. And obviously... Yeah, so he can't reach. He's, I think less than a meter tall and she is quite a tall woman as well on top of yeah. that and so she's like kind of smiling at him standing full height so obviously he can't yeah almost mockingly yeah and he says like are you laughing at me yeah Hans, Hans yes like straight up like hey you know what is this you yeah know, like, what you do know you do I can't do that and he says I am a man with the same feelings they have. And this is where I think the whole tone of the film is really interesting because it does have these moments where Hans is saying, I am a man with the same feelings they have. People look at me and they see a child because the dwarfism that they, because obviously there's lots of different types. Yeah, there's a variety of types. I can't remember the name, but they essentially have like proportional dwarfism. So they are like fully proportioned in terms of like an average heighted person, if that makes sense. Yeah. People look at him and they see him as like a child because he is short. And and he's kind of like, I know I look like a child, but I am. I am an adult man. Mm, He's not ashamed of who he is. Yeah. Yeah. And so and so again, you have that kind of thing of like, okay. This is a film from the 1930s, but it's having this this 
Yeah, you know? it's having those moments pushing through those boundaries at the time as well um, mm-hmm. of being like, hey, I'm a person too. A hundred percent. So then she kind of says like, like very like, oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I didn't realise. Like, um, I didn't realise that you couldn't reach or something. And she kind of leans down and she's like, I'm not mocking you. And is very flirty. Yeah. And kind of. All um, in front of Frida as well. All in front of Frida because she sat there on the pony looking over like, fuck this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's my man's. And then, yeah, as Cleopatra leaves, she like mocks her. She's kind of like playing with Frida's tutu. Like. Yeah. Because and it, you can see it visually. Visually, you can see it upsets Frida. Yeah, because Cleopatra's doing this whole thing of, you know, like, it's it's very clear, like, she's in, like, this kind of um, trapeze artist, like, outfit, mm. which is very kind of slinky, very skinny, yeah. right? And I suppose, like, a tutu is slightly um, childish. And again, you have that kind of issue of, like, these are adult people, but they're kind of, because of their size, made to look like children. Yeah. And so, you know owning your own identity as an adult when you are being portrayed as still you know a child is hard yeah yeah and so I think that's where the mocking comes from because she's like playing with a tutor and she's like oh how lovely Frida's just like get out of my way yeah just goes out on stage and just does the performance and again Frida she she's powerful she is powerful and then we cut to the I think there's a little bit oh there's the scene around the pond. Oh yeah, the lake. The lake. There's a it's one of the two. Yeah. There's a body of water. That is smaller than an ocean. And um There's two Frenchmen. Yes. Walking through one of them is telling the others about these horrific monsters that he saw. Yeah, and he says that they should die at birth. Yes, like in France we like if you're if you're child is born like that you just put them out and you you don't have a child anymore yeah and then the other french frenchman is the opposite Mm. Mm. he's like oh no let them play they're okay yeah yeah and they come across this this um lake pond where where the freaks are playing and this guy they come across them and they they run yeah they immediately hide behind the mother yeah the guy who's saying they should all die is, you know, running forward and being like... Tries you know, to confront them and yeah. like, chew them away. Yeah, yeah. And she says, you know, why are you doing this? They're children. Yeah. It's a sunny day. We're part of the circus. I just want them to have some sun. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're, you know, kept away in... To be a tent. viewed, yeah, exactly like a zoo. Yeah, let them let them have their time. Like, mm. and then it's the other Frenchman. He's like, "Oh no, you're okay. We'll leave." Yeah, yeah. And she says, "I told you not to not to run." Yeah, I you said have, it's okay. You don't have to run. You have nothing to be like ashamed of. Like only God can judge you, kind mm. of thing. And um, she's trying to reassure into them. No, you are people too. Yeah, yeah, you know. You like, have rights as well. Yeah, and you shouldn't be afraid and no. leave. You have every right to be there as MZ else does. Yeah, yeah. So, like, again, it's that thing of tone. 
because you have this woman saying you you are you are wonderful you are people like you yeah. have your life and then we have egg flirting the scene with Cleopatra and Hercules oh <laughs> the so, egg thing yeah <laughs> so Hercules is the the strong man of the yeah. circus and he is oh this is also where we meet um Venus yeah it's just before the egg floating it's Mm -hmm. venus is getting her things leaving hercules's trailer and essentially breaking up with him being like hey you done me dirty i'm not having this Uh uh i'm gonna go to my own trailer and leave you yes which like how could she ever have been with him i know like come on venus especially when frozo was there Literally. But, you know, haven't we all at one point or another, you know, pined after a pl- problematic man? Mm. We, yeah. live and, we live and we learn. Yeah. <laughs> and she did learn. And she did learn. And she said, screw you, I'm out of here. And so, yeah, and so Hercules goes around to Cleopatra's tent and they have their egg flirting. She's all like, oh, I'll cook you some food. Like, yeah, how many, how many eggs do you want? And he's like, six, did he say? Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not all that hungry. Yeah, I'm not that hungry. Six. six. And he's like, ooh. And then she's like making them. And then she's like, how do you want them? And like turns around very like provocatively. Yeah. Like, how do you want me? And then he just like makes out with her and is like holding her. And then she's like you're squishing me to death and he's like you like it (laughs) yeah and they're horrid people Um, yeah they both are because they are the two people well there are others in the circus because there's also the two other i don't know what their job is to be mean there's like the two blokes oh yeah yeah i don't know what they do no i don't know what they do either get them out of the circus bye-bye in Cleopatra and Hercules, we have the beginning of this kind of idea of who is the real freak yeah, kind of thing. So, yeah, it, it's this idea of, like, Cleopatra and Hercules are completely normal-looking people, and they are horrible. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really mean, and they, they set up this plan, which yeah, is so I mean, horrible. Even before they set up a plan, they're actively mocking yeah all of these people and it's kind of like they're doing the exact same job you're doing they're yeah from as you're a circus performer what's the difference yeah literally what's the difference and but they're kind of you know looking at the yeah they they still have that superiority thing going on yeah and they and they don't like to even be kind of like seen with the freaks no it's that thing of like you are so hideous i shouldn't even have to see you yeah um I think it's only really out of those, it's Venus and Frozo who are the only ones who are nice. Yeah. And yeah. hang out with the others. Yeah, yeah. Venus and, and Frozo are kind of the the allies. Yeah. We have everyone else apart from that random French man who seemed okay. Yeah. Everyone else who is regular is absolutely horrid to these performers um, yeah and tries to provoke them and make fun of them constantly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and have these little jokes going on so they can get a laugh themselves and yeah yeah 
And I think that the thing about Venus is I think she is largely neutral to them. Mm. I kind of you kind of get the sense that she's friends with Frida, but she doesn't really interact with the others all that much. But Frozo is like super Yeah, he's very involved in the community. And I think she kind of because she gets the hots for Frozo. Which um, brings her more into that community. yeah, Yeah. And so, and then, you know, by the end of it, she really is, like, part of the community. Yeah. But I guess, I guess she's, you know, too busy being hanging out with Hercules and, you know, classic, classic problematic boyfriend ideas start to rub off until you go, what? This isn't, what? Yeah. And so you start realising, wait a minute, this isn't right. Yeah. The scene where Frida, we, like, talked about it briefly, but the scene where Mm. Frida is hanging up the laundry with Venus. And Venus is kind of like... How's Hans? How's it going? Like, are you excited for the wedding? Because they're recently engaged. Yeah, and they're going to have a wedding soon. And she's like, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Venus. Stuff is going on. I'm having boy issues. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But, and the thing is, also, she's so sassy. She is. Because Venus is all like, don't worry. Like, why are you worrying about Cleopatra? Hans would never break your heart. And then she says something like, don't worry about Hans. He's with you through and through. And she's like, I'm not worried about Hans. I'm worried about Cleo. And then yeah. she's like mimicking Cleo being like, ooh, my love. My love. And she's just like, ugh, I hate yeah. her. <laughs> they just seem like such good friends. They do. And I think they're next door to each other. So I think mm-hmm. they have moments like that with each other quite often as well, which is quite nice. Yeah, yeah. And you do just kind of get the sense of like the friendship is completely based on the fact that, and I guess this is this completely is the summation of the whole Carney spirit, um, you know, like Carney folk and 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 circus is you're not a freak. It, it's um, mm. Sinestro. What's the Sinestro from Incredibles? If everyone's super, then no, no, Sinestro is from. What is the Incredibles villain? Syndrome. Yes. Syndrome? Because he has like a like a self-importance. What's what's it called? That's a good name. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, like what he says, if everyone's super, then no one is. It's yeah. that thing of like, if everyone's a freak, then no one is. And they can truly be themselves. And they don't have to be like, you know, you're not they're not staring at each other because it's like, oh yeah. That's fine. You're born yeah. without arms. I'm born without a le- legs. It does yeah. not phase me. No, yeah, there's nothing wrong here. So, so yeah, like scenes like that where she's hanging up the laundry with Venus, you just get the sense that she's able to fully be herself. Yeah, and not be worried about people looking at her. What do you reckon of Hans? Because I'm going on about Frida. No, I I do I do really like Frida. Hans, um, I think he's struggling. He is. Yeah. Yes. I don't I don't I don't know what I have mixed feelings about Hans. I love that you said that because I think that's entirely unlocked. Yeah. Okay, if I posit this, what do you reckon? Part of the attraction of Cleopatra isn't Cleopatra herself. It's the fact that she's a tall woman and he wants to be normal. Yeah. It's that longing That's only that's only just clicked for me. Frida is okay with herself because she's fully accepted who she is. Yeah, but Hans Hans hasn't. Yeah, he wants to be viewed as normal and he thinks 
that it's, um, I think Tina had a video on this. Well, black women, black men dating white women is almost this, um, it shows that you've made it kind of thing. Yeah, I got what you mean. It's this idea of like, if you can attain the, the like, you you are essentially trying to be like white by proxy. I don't mm. know. I can't remember how she phrased it, but it was it's like that thing of like if he can marry a tall woman, Hans. If yeah. he can marry a tall woman, he has done what he can. regular people yeah. can do, and that in itself is a is a win. Yeah, it's that, almost to him as if he's made it. Yeah, yeah. I I never kind of connected it. It might not even actually be her. It might just be that as well. Mm. that's really interesting I think he's lovely but I just again we love Frida yeah how are you going to be breaking that girl's heart yeah I think it's what I feel iffy about Hans is because he hates Frida yeah yeah but again like I think I think with that idea of he's trying to get a sense of normality I have Mm. more sympathy with that now yeah because yeah it it is that internalized um ableism Mm. like he is not able to accept himself it's as if he will be less of a freak if he marries Mm. cleo yeah yeah Ugh, hans poor thing poor thing but I ha- I just as I was making my notes throughout the film, then we have a bit more of Venus and Frozo because the bearded lady oh. has a baby. Yeah, the bearded lady so has adorable. a baby, and like Frozo drops every- like he's in the middle of a conversation. And yeah, and like- he just drops it and just runs. He's like, he's "This like- is more important. I need yeah. to see this baby. I need it- to be supported." And again, I think this is where Venus is like becoming part of the community yeah because i swear they're like they're kind of flirting they're kind of like planning yeah well as soon as she leaves hercules on her way back to her Mm. original trailer she bumps into frozo and then she's like shouting at him yeah and then he goes wait a minute goes into her trailer and was like you can't talk to me like that and she's like i'm sorry i just needed to take it out on someone yeah she's like you were there yeah and you were just there and then, and again, we that's why they just they start flirting. That's like yeah. almost straight away. The chemistry, it's unreal. But like again, we love the communication. Mm-hmm. The fact that she's like, honestly, I'm sorry, it wasn't you. You were just there, and I needed to vent it out to someone. And he's like, fair play, I get mm. it. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like in the middle of flirting. I think they're planning a date or something. Bearded lady has a baby. He's like, hey, babe, you're cute, but. I got this is my family like this is like you know it's like you know another like it's a a nephew being born like you you get the sense that they are family and he rushes in and he runs straight to the front Mm -hmm. just to see the baby and he's all like oh like is it a boy or a girl and it's a girl and he's like oh and she's already got like a beard coming in yeah he's so excited about that and it's just oh yeah and we love yeah we love that scene and then we meet daisy and violet oh yes the twins violet are conjoined twins they're conjoined at the hip yeah daisy is engaged to a man with a stutter yeah i can't remember his name do we learn his name 
I can't remember his name either. Um, hold on, I do actually have the IMDb up. Roscoe. Roscoe, yes. The stuttering circus clown. Yes. And um, yes, Daisy and Roscoe are engaged to be married. Violet hates Roscoe. Yeah. She is not a fan of him. No. And it's very. And he, I think, he Roscoe does seem to. He also does not like Violet. No. But also seems to be a bit controlling over Daisy. Yes. He is very like, you You stay here when I'm talking to you. Yeah. And also like, my house is going to be how I want my house. And then that's when Violet says, well, actually, half the house. Yeah. Like. Because this is my house too. Twins. Yeah. I, I'm here. And, and then, it was originally Daisy and Violet's house. Yes. We have this re- kind of recurring joke that the way, you know, she's she's trying to get Daisy away from Roscoe. Yeah. And he's um, all like, no, I'm talking to her. And then she's like, well, I have to go. And then he's, and- he can't use that as an, he tries to say excuse, but he can't get that word out. So he says alibi, Yeah, which yeah. I like. Yeah, yeah. And um, he, he says alibi again later on as instead of excuse. I really like that. It's the exa- yeah, it's the exact same thing where she says it again. And he's like, oh, you keep using that excuse. Alibi. Yeah. Yeah, Daisy and Violet are great. Um, I love them. And I love how Violet sticks up for Daisy as well. She doesn't mm-hmm. just doesn't she doesn't just sit there and mm-hmm. let her get shit. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, this is not okay this is not a good environment, I am walking us out of here. Yeah, yeah. Because also, the way we first meet them is Frozo is, like, chatting and is like, how are you doing, my lovelies? Yeah. Like, are you, are you like, excited for your wedding? And then Daisy's all like, well, I am, but Violet's annoyed. And then Violet's yeah. like, ugh, I can't. And I'm- then he, tra- he does the this trick where he gets Violet to close her eyes and pinches Daisy in the shoulder to see if Violet could feel. yeah. And, and then that's, could, when, that's yeah. when we meet Roscoe. And Roscoe's like, what's he doing? And Daisy's like, oh, he was just playing a joke on Violet. Like, yeah. It, yes, he was touching my shoulder, but... It was to do with Violet, not me. Yeah, like, he's not flirting with me. And also, pinching a shoulder is not flirtatious. No. I mean, it can be, but... But in that way, it was not. Again, and, like, it's family. Yeah. And Roscoe really... He just couldn't let it go. Yeah, yeah. We're not aboard for Roscoe, love no. But then we have the Hans and Frida breakup scene. Oh. And it breaks my fucking heart because, again, Frida, our communicative queen, is like, no, she's playing a joke. And he's like, I love her. And she, Frida's like, no, she's playing a joke. And you are going to get hit. Yeah, yeah. And she's still trying to look out for him. Yeah, and she says, like, and he's kind of like, well, who cares if the rest of the world is laughing? We're in love. And she's like, no, no, she mm, doesn't She's love She's you. leading this joke. Yeah, yeah. And and she says, like, and she even says, like, please, like, he's like, I don't care. I love her and that's enough for me. And she's like, but it hurts me to see people laugh at you. Yeah. Like, please do this for me, like. I am getting hurt in this, which again, like, you know, communicating your feelings. She's like, I am. She's the queen of it. Yeah. Yeah, She, she, every day she wakes up, she thinks about what she's thinking. She's like, right, 
these are my thoughts and I'm going to stay true to them. I, she does this thing. I'm going to talk about the actors at the end. Okay. But the actress does this thing where she is fiddling. She's, yeah, she's fiddling with her, her with tie like, and her shirt. Like her blouse has a little yeah. tie. And she's fiddling with it the whole time. And it's just the most heartbreaking thing because she just looks... You can see she's uncomfortable and she's upset. and Oh, I just want to hug her because she's like trying to be like, I am in pain. And she's still trying to be supportive of him at the same time and also look out for him while stating that she herself is hurting, is in pain and is like, well... If you go into this, you are going to get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Because it's that thing of, like, you can't tell your friend to break up with their boyfriend because they'll immediately cling to them more. So she Mm. can't be like, she sucks. She has to be like, look, this is... She can only warn. Yeah. And she can't, like... Yeah, she can't push too hard. And so in the end, she has to be like, okay, like, I just can't see you like this. And so she has to go. And then, Which is sad. and then she goes straight to Cleopatra. Yeah. And says, I know what you're doing. And, and yeah, she's like, No, you you can't do this. This is not okay. And she she's firm in her beliefs and is still trying to stand up for Hans. And it's and, like, no, you've got to stop this. But this is where the communication goes too far. Because she lets slip. Yes. Because this whole time Hans has been buying Cleopatra. Gift, These really get, yeah, and there's this gift. necklace, black like diamond platinum. necklace, platinum, yeah. and, and it was given to Cleopatra, and we find out that her and Hercules had sold it, and it was worth five hundred dollars. Mm. And then they're like, "Oh, I wonder how much where this next getting? gift is going to come from, and where is he getting this money from? Where is he getting this money from? How does he have so much money?" And Frida says, "Like, I know you're only after him for the money." I know that he's told you about his inheritance. Yeah. And Cleo's like, oh. Ooh, inheritance. And so whilst I guess this is how going. We both know about the inheritance yeah. that she plays it. And whilst this is going on, Hercules is hiding in Cleopatra's trailer as well, listening mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that they were playing Hans, not just for the joke, but for the money mm-hmm. when you get that scene with the necklace. Yeah. But, and so you know. That they know he has money, but they just don't know how much. Yes. And it is that thing. They're like, how does he have so much money? Like, where is it coming from? And the second they hear about this inheritance, they are like... Right, we're getting married. Yeah. And then Hercules, because they are like, you know, sleeping together. Yeah. Hercules is kind of like, you're going to marry him? Like, you're going to have to... Again, it's that idea of like, they actively look down on these Mm. people they find them revolting and it's that thing of like you're going to be married to him that is disgusted yeah um but she's like no like it's just for the money she uses the word midget yeah she does midget a lot yeah um she's like no midgets aren't very strong so it's like they're gonna kill him yeah there's also i think we skipped it there's a scene earlier where the two guys that we hate, who do nothing for the circus. Oh, and yeah, and they're Hercules playing cards. They're playing cards. Yeah. And um, Cleopatra's there, and so is Hans. Is pretending to have, like, a... A, a bad shoulder. 
And so he's like rubbing her shoulder to make her feel better. And she's like moaning very yeah, she's Yeah, trying to egg him, him on and and um oh thank you my love and like moaning mm. and and these people are just laughing. laughing and there's also a man who I just wanted to mention it because um again it's sweet and it's it's this idea that you know for quote-unquote freaks are trying to be inclusive mm. there's this man who is the father of um he's married to the bearded lady oh yeah and he comes up to the cards table yeah with cigars like really good cigars because he's like my daughter's been born like do you want to celebrate with us yeah and they're like no you're a freak (laughs) and then they carry on laughing as he walks away yeah and it's like these people are always trying to include yeah they're not trying to close themselves off they're being like hey yeah you you are welcome yeah, because it's not like they're like, oh, all normies get fucked. No. Because here they are trying to include these people. And also, you know, Frozo and Venus are part of the community. Yeah, they're because... very inclusive. They're very helpful yeah. towards them. And they're um, a good friend to them. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to go back to that. But then we get this idea of they're going to get married. And then yeah. immediately it's the wedding. Yeah, you have the wedding, the wedding meal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do like this scene. Mm-hmm. I think it's very well done, especially um, because they're they're all all the freaks are sat around the table mm-hmm. with Cleopatra and Hans at the top, and Hercules sitting the other side of Cleopatra, and they all start chanting and dancing "One of Us" mm-hmm. to Cleopatra, and you she's like, "No, I can't." One of us, one of us. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I. this is too far. I I just wanted his money. I, But she doesn't say that, but you can see she's she's struggling. She's like getting feverish. She's bubbling up. Just, this... No, I can't be part of this. Yeah. I'm not like you. There's this guy who, um, this guy with like um, non-proportional dwarfism is, has like a big cup of like yeah. wine and everyone takes a sip yeah they're all chanting gubu gaba gubu gaba one of us one of us we um gubu gaba gubu gaba we accept her we accept her yeah so it's like this thing of like now you've married into the family you are and yeah there's um the i don't know what she's what is she called in the film the half woman half man is just what she's called in the film yeah oh yeah Um, she she has like vertically down like kind of like phantom of the opera yeah and she's the one who starts to chant yeah she's like they're married like yeah um one of us one of us we accept her we accept her um and they all take a sip from this big cup gauntlet yeah like massive and and this guy is like walking along the table a sip for everyone a sip for everyone and then he comes to the top of the table he takes a sip and then he holds it out to her and that's yeah when that's she when she breaks breaks and is just shouting at them and he, even before this though she is topping up her hans's drink yeah she's, poisoned the drink. she's getting hans drunk and at the same time is in front of everyone she kissed hercules and that's when frida just got up and left 
because you you have this shot of Frida at the table and she's just like absolutely hating it and then at that point she leaves and again like if you think about it in the kind of no emotion sense that's her ex getting ridiculed so Mm. that should be like a you know win yeah you can see like you know that has nothing to do with her now that that's that's this other woman kissing this other man but she cares so deeply for Hans she cannot see him yeah she cannot stay and watch this she needs to leave otherwise she will do something yeah yeah and 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 Cleopatra's just constantly you know she's getting drunker and drunker and she's pouring Hans's drink more and more and Mm. drink to my health drink to my health and whenever he says anything kind of romantic or like I'm so happy to have you. She's laughing in his face. Yeah. And not just to the side, but visually in front of everyone at this table. In front of everyone. And I think that's why, again, as she's in IMDb for Half Man, Half Woman, um, that's why she starts to chant. Yeah. To be like, wait a minute. You're, you've you've married into this community now. Yeah. You cannot be doing this. Like let's turn let's turn the energy. Yeah, turn the tables around. Let's point it at you instead. And also, like, well, I don't think it's like kind of aggressive. I think it's more of a kind of accepting. The energy has dropped. We need to be celebrating. Yeah. This because is... this should be a celebration. This is a marriage. Yeah, yeah, and then and then yeah, Cleopatra. Like like we were saying, the guy gets to the front, he takes his sip and then he holds it out to Cleo and she absolutely breaks. She says, you know, get out of here, you freaks. Get out of here, I don't want to see you, you disgust me. And she takes the cup and she throws it. She like throws the, the drink mm. at this, in this guy's face. Yeah. and Very aggressively too. Yeah, and everyone's forced to leave. And Hans is there like, trying to be like what are you doing yeah what are you doing and she says like oh is and she she again she's patronizing his whole thing is that he looks like a child but he is a man Mm. he is yeah he is a man and 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 she is constantly oh does my little boy oh yeah yeah she's down sizing she's down What's the word? I don't know. But she's like downplaying, but yeah, but like she's infantilizing him. Yeah, yeah, because because she's and and she there's like a bit where she's like, does mummy need to put her, like little boy to bed and things like that. Yeah, and it, it it's this thing of like like she knows that that and and because he said to her earlier, people think of me as a child and I am a man. She knows that that's what's gonna. Fuck him. Um, oh, hang on, I'll fully move. Hang yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get fully comfy. I couldn't feel my leg anymore. <laughs> because they had that conversation earlier, mm. she knows that this is a a trigger for him. She knows that this. She is knows what's this will cause him. pull his nerves, will push his buttons, will yeah. grate him. Yeah, yeah, and and. She's a horrible person. Yeah. So she plays on it. Um, she uses it to her advantage. Yeah. Or like the thing is, the thing is with this is at this point, she's married to him. Yeah. 
she's essentially one, so why does she need to torment him? Yeah, why does she need to carry on? Yeah. She's one, so she can get the money. Yeah. This is just for fun. Which shows and- just how evil she is. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Hercules as well. Like like she she puts him Hercules lifts him up, which again, like patronizing. So patronizing and just make puts him completely out of power. Like he's yeah. literally being held. Like he can't He's now that. at the mercy of Hercules. Yeah. Who is literally this the strongest tall, man. Strong man. Like and he he picks him up and he puts her on um, Cleopatra's shoulders, and yeah. then she's like running around, like pretending to be like a horse, and he's like chasing around, and, and like you can see the rest of the three because they this is as they're leaving, so yeah. it's in front of them again, and, and all the others around the table are being like, wait a minute, yeah, and something's not right, yeah, it's um... especially I think they. There's a few looks as well between some of them when Cleopatra kisses Hercules at the table. They're like, yes. wait a minute, something else is going on here. Yeah, yeah. It may be love for Hans, but she's passing something. Not for her, yeah. Yeah. And then there's this, again, heartbreaking scene where the three of them are in a trailer and... Um, yeah, it's like the next morning. Yeah. Or... I almost thought it was the same night, but it was. It's just like after they go back because they do. St- they seem drunk still. All oh, right. Okay. But um. But anyway, like I think they're... I just assumed it was the next morning. Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe maybe they are still drunk. Yeah, they were drinking a lot. <laughs> um, and bubbly will get you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes you do wake up still drunk oh, if yeah. you've drunk a lot. Yeah, he's Hans they, is in they, bed ill. They, no, 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 even before that, when, oh. when, when, um... Oh, yeah, this, oh, I know what you mean. This scene is so heartbreaking because they're gaslighting him. Yeah, they're being like, oh, no, it's you, my love, I just kissed Hercules because it was the alcohol. Yeah. It was like, the bubble. What, why are you hurting me so much by, yeah. by, by accusing me of being And Hans so is there with his handkerchief crying. Yeah, and, and he is absolutely being gaslit into thinking that he is, like, a... He's being gaslit into thinking he's a Roscoe. And he's yeah. not a Roscoe. Like, no, he's, he's not. a controlling man. Yeah. And and in the end, he is the one apologising. No, well, it should not be him apologising. And he is the one actively He has every right poisoned. to be upset. Yeah. yeah. One, he has every right to be, like, even just with the things that he knows. He yeah. He has every right to be upset. But also, he is actively being poisoned and gaslit into thinking that he's the problem. Yeah. So... And then that's where I think it's the next morning. Yeah, then it's the yeah. next morning. And the he's doctors... in bed ill, the doctor's there being like, oh, he's poisoned. Yeah. But she kind of tries to play it off with like... Oh, did he just drink too much then? Yeah, but then she also says like, oh, was I wrong to give him like... The mustard water. water? And so I, I think it... I don't know, but I kind of... Because then the doctor doesn't really question it. No, he's, he says, no, you were right to do that. Mm. And to me, that was her trying to portray herself as a good person to cast the doubt elsewhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was almost to cover the poison for like, oh, I, 
it might come up as poison because I gave him mustard water to um, help with his hangover or something. Yeah. But like, yeah, either way, she's like trying to cover herself up and be like, look at me, I'm caring for my husband because I love him. Time is passing. And as we see, yeah, time is passing as he's still in bed, <laughs> infirmed, and we see her giving Hans the poison instead of the medicine. Yes, she's kind of, I guess, like microdosing him. Yeah, so he is getting iller over time. Yeah, so it's less of like a gradual instead of a sudden hit. Yeah, so it and it's less suspicious. Yeah, um, but he's onto her. Because yeah, she gives him the poison, and then when he leaves the room, she, he like he gets spits it out in into a handkerchief. Yeah, yeah, and you can see one of the other freaks were watching through the window. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think it's that one that, and you see him a few times through the window. Yeah. So it's as if he picked something up was wrong and mm-hmm. as soon as he heard that there was poison, mm-hmm. was like, well, I'm going to watch, mm-hmm. see what's happening. And then he picks up that Hans was being poisoned by Cleopatra and how, yeah. and then informs Hans. Yeah, but also Hans is onto her enough that... To have, when to she accept leaves, that doubt. And when she leaves, he says, leave the door open for me, like I'd like the air. yeah. And so I think he knows, like, I, I'm i not strong enough to leave my bed, but, like, I'm aware that everyone's looking out for me. Yeah. If, if and I they have, they can open, come in if they need they to come, come in. in. Yeah, and we can plan. Yeah. And um, we do see a plan happening. Yes. And, and she's kind of, again, the absolute disgust that she has for these people. Like, yeah. as she leaves, a lot of them are around the trailer because of course they are because they love Hans and he's yeah ill. and he's ill they want and to be there like, for him she just like walks past like you know like a rat just run in front of her foot yeah like, how how do I she's get like out even no get out of here you, you need to you need to back up yeah yeah and then we have the scene where um yes there yeah, you get a plotting scene so yes. two of them come into the Venus confronts Hercules Yes, because Hercules Venus sees Hercules and Cleopatra together, and so she's yeah. like, "Right, I don't know what's going on, but Cleopatra you, you, did you've not this. marry him. No, you married her because she's yeah, like yeah, yeah." And so she confronts Hercules and is like, "What's yeah, going on? You've I don't know what's stop. happening, but you are putting my family at risk. Yeah, and I'm not happy about it. And again, like." I think when I first watched it, I didn't clue into the fact that Venus and Hercules had dated. And like watching it now, I'm like, wow, this is like, this isn't just her confronting a bad person. This is her confronting her ex. Yeah. And he's like, I know you. Confronting his shitty behaviors, being like, no, you can't just go around doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And someone is getting seriously hurt because of your actions. You need to stop. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, there's another scene where, oh, this is just another little scene, like a cute scene very much earlier on in the film. I like how the film's only an hour long and we've already talked for over an hour. (laughs) We've talked for longer than that. But yeah, it's an hour and four minutes long. This is an hour and nine minutes. Yeah, at this point, maybe. It's yeah, at this point, I mean, with the edits. Um, but there's this bit where she's dressed up for a date. Oh yeah, and it's and a the date that I assume they were like sorting when the yeah, and that's why he forgot. He's like, mm, baby. Oh, a baby's <laughs> being born. I don't need to have this date in my head. 
yeah. And he's Class he's there. You suddenly had this. Yeah, you <laughs> suddenly had this idea of a bathtub on wheels. A bathtub, yeah, a bathtub on wheels. I f- just first thought he was having a bath. Yeah, and so she's like standing because you don't see the wheels. Yeah, yeah. And he's topless. Um, and I was like, oh, they're moving quickly. <laughs> yeah, she's standing really close to him, and I'm like, damn, Venus, you taking a you taking a peek before yeah. you like try before you buy. <laughs> she's just doing some window shopping yeah just Um, checking up the goods yeah but yeah she's like i've dressed up all nice for my day and she looks gorgeous she's got those she's got a nice hat on yeah like the clip-on hat yeah like oh stunning yeah and he kind of turns her down he's like i completely forgot i had this idea and i wanted to work it out yeah yeah and and she's like he seems very adhd to me yes he's like oh new job what was yeah. I I don't care I'm focusing on this now yeah <laughs> and and you can tell that she's annoyed but you can tell that she also finds it very cute yeah she she she's annoyed at first but she doesn't mind especially then when he gets out of the boat the bathtub yeah wheel bathtub thing. Wheel. <laughs> um and then he kisses her yeah he's like oh I'm sorry and then straight goes for it yeah and, and she's like, she's taken aback a a oh it is it's so romantic and then she's like okay this that's is all the first good. time you've done that like why haven't you done that earlier and he's like well it's the first time I kind of wanted to do it and, and yeah he's she's like okay, he's like well, I've thought about it before but like I you know felt the urge to do it now and then it's just so cute and the, like the flirting is just yeah oh it's it I love they're adorable so much. I, yeah and yeah and 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 there's also a really sweet scene between them earlier they're kind of again it's I can't remember what the disagreement was then they keep they keep having disagreements but it's it's that kind of like she is having again that's why I think she wasn't part of the community because a lot of her annoyances is he is kind of prioritizing them Mm-hmm. And she is having this learning curve of, oh, this is literally his family. Yeah, you have this you have this idea that she wasn't part of the community because all of her annoyances come from the fact that he is kind of prioritizing yeah. them. But it's this kind of thing of like she is realizing, oh, this is literally his family. Yeah. You know, like you wouldn't get annoyed at a partner for saying so oh, I'm I just can't... gonna go help my gram with something. Yeah, like, like you, you're not gonna. No, that's okay. Yeah, like oh, my sister's in a bad place. I gotta help her or something like yeah. that because that's family. And she is like, oh, she gets this that okay. they are his family. Yeah, and that and that's where the annoyance kind of ends. And she's like, okay, this is this is cute. Like, yeah, you know, it's one of those like green flags of like when when someone is so. Yeah, like it, it's one of those comments like people say, like when a guy ha- like loves his mum, it's like a green flag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he, he respects women. Yeah, and he's yeah, got it going. And and there's this scene, like so many of the scenes with her and him, he is. I just spilled my tea. <laughs> Editing Mog, put this in. We've had, we've had. A dilemma. We've had a on the bomb. <laughs> My tea was next to me and it fell in and it's oh it's 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 running down the couch. Okay. I'm gonna move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
there'll be a big disconnect in tone because we're gonna have to oh, be no. good. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I mean, it's a lovely color. It makes the purple quite nice and dark. Yeah. Like a... <laughs> we love. I'll just move and come back to that. Issue. Yeah, let it let it dry. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, fun times. <laughs> yeah, I... Because at first I wasn't quite sure about Frozo and... Frozo? Yeah, Frozo. Yeah, Frozo. And Venus. Because I was kind of like... I don't know if you've seen the original Godzilla. Yeah, a very long time ago. Yeah, I was a very long time for me as well. But then there's an American version of the original Godzilla where it's literally the film and they've just edited in it's the original film but they've just edited in a white man to be the protagonist oh and i want to watch it so bad because apparently it's the most strange disconnected thing because obviously he's not in the original film and yet they find a way to edit it so that he's the hero of a film that he has absolutely nothing to do with it's it's like it's crazy because obviously this sounds crazy yeah, we we need to watch it. Yeah. Um, but at first I was worried that um, Venus and Frozo would kind of be like that. Like, uh, be like, hey. The white saviors. Yeah. Look at these, look at these normies that are good. And yeah. they're helping these people, but they're not that. And every single one of their scenes, I think this is why it's so cool that you have venus almost again she has that growth yeah she grows to understand especially like you said with frozo that they're his family and oh wait i live with them too i spend all my time with them too they're them essentially my family too yeah and 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 why wasn't i thinking that before and Yeah. yeah she does do a bit of that reflection and like every single one of their scenes together is having that conversation almost yeah and having that growth and I think especially you know I was going to say at the time even now you need that way in yeah because if this was a film that didn't have them I mean if it came out now I don't know if this film could come out now but if it did come out now and it didn't have them it would be absolutely woke police like Mm. oh so able-bodied people are evil yeah it'd have a different view on it but you have these people as that kind of way in yeah to balance it yeah and there's this scene where um procephaly commonly referred to as pinhead it's the condition that um you know schlitzy and then the two other girls oh yeah i'm I'm on your wavelength yeah yeah it, it, it's a condition, yeah, what did I say, Micro microcephaly, um, commonly referred to as, as pinhead. There's this scene where, um, and Schlitzy is interesting, again, I'm going to talk about the actors yeah. at the end. The actor's actually a man, but the character's female. Female. Wearing this really pretty dress with flowers oh, yeah. on it. And Frozo's like, Oh, that's a pretty dress, you're looking look lovely. Look at you in your dress, like, yeah. I should take... That's it. Before she comes over, he's telling um, Venus about his 
this dream where they were in Paris. Yeah. And she's all like, oh, tell me more about this dream. And then he instantly is just sidetracked because he's like, oh my oh, goodness. You look like, lovely. You look, yeah. You look gorgeous. And he's like, when I go to France, I shall have to get you a hat with a very big feather on it. Yeah. And she, and, and yeah, Schlitzie's absolutely loving it because yeah, he's like and putting all she, of it. She lights up and yeah. it's like, oh. Yeah, and then I cannot remember the name of the other two. The other two, and they're not on IMDb, but um, yeah, the other two come over, and he's like, "You two, oh. you look, you look lovely." I should, yeah, also you look nice as well. And, feathers. Yeah. and then, but then he's also because obviously it's like a new dress. He is again like goes back to Schlitz. the same way. He's you can tell he is not just putting compliments on them for the sake of it. No, he's he is, being genuine. He is saying to them, look at Schlitzie's dress. Doesn't she look gorgeous? Like, oh my goodness. And he's bringing everyone into, you know, yeah. he's not being a kiss ass. He's not just shouting no. everyone with compliments. He, he's, he's, he's being genuine. He's yeah. being himself. He's being like, no, she looks yeah. beautiful. Please she looks so beautiful. see this. And it is a very pretty dress. It's got like it is. beautiful like lapels. What are yeah. they called on dresses? Collars. <laughs> lapels. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then you just have this shot of Venus watching him compliment these again. Schlitzie is played by a boy, but um, I think the other the other two are played by by girls. And mm-hmm. he, she is just watching him compliment these girls, and it is just you can see her face like soften. I think that's yeah, she's a really getting a moment, moment of realization. Yeah, that's a really big moment in that yeah. he's, she's like. He is a lovely man. Yeah. And he's also so cute. He is. Like, in terms of aesthetics, I mean, in terms of as a person, obviously he's miles above Hercules. But also, damn, he's cute. Yeah. Um, And Hercules is not a looker. But I don't know how much of that is like, he's a trash human. Yeah, how much of that is because of his personality. Yeah. And there's also this moment, again, where they're flirting. And um, the guy without legs um, comes up. Yeah. And he's he just butts into that conversation. Absolutely love it. Mm. <laughs> he's like, hey, he's man, like, oh, this, hey there. This is my brother. I'm going to come into this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, oh, did you do the trick I told you? And again, you're entirely right about the ADHD. Because he just goes from like an in-depth conversation yeah. immediately to like, Oh, oh gosh, this yeah. trick! You've got to see this. I've been working on this. This yeah. is amazing. And like, and it, it was it was the guy's idea. Yeah, um, his character name. I think the thing is with so many of them, they're called. Yeah, his his character name is Half Boy. Yeah, with no legs. It's his trick that he mm. gave to Frozo. He was like, yeah, it was his I idea. Think, I think this would be really funny. And so again, it's like yeah, and Frozo not- puts it into action. Yeah, and it's essentially like this oversized um, suit that he yeah. like. He then he get then gives this like oversized mallet to Venus and is like, "Hit me on the head," and yeah, she's like, like, "Give me a boink." She's she's hesitant, but then she's like, "Um, okay." But also, again, it's because it's like come into a conversation. She's like, "Yeah," annoyed at him, and she's like, "Yeah, I will give you a hit on the head." Like, you know what? <laughs> we were in the middle of this conversation i was getting my flirt on i was putting all the moves and i will give you a hurt in the head and then like he hits him 
she hits him on the head and like, and he the suit, the suit just up. pops up over his head so i it's love like it he, the head's like gone down into his neck yeah. very similar to meryl streep in yeah <laughs> that becomes, becomes her <laughs> um yeah and then she is kind of like okay that is a good trick but, yeah. but there's a bit afterwards where he's like what's wrong isn't it funny and she's like yeah it's very funny like we were in the middle of a conversation mm. again I just yeah and so then you get to the scene where they're in the bathtub and um well they're not in the bath together um <laughs> and he kisses her and that is just such a kind of like beautiful moment yeah of this whole thing and you can tell like she is a part of a family yeah. and I think that is then when she confronts Hercules. Hercules because now she's like no I'm in this yeah she's woken up from her blink she's no longer got those blinkers yeah. essentially yeah. and she's like oh, okay uh yeah this is they're being treated even worse than I thought this is yeah. not okay and I'm now more involved with them I'm now part of the family mm-hmm. um and so she's seeing more of what's going on and how they're being treated and is like, no, Hercules, you stop. Yeah, because because I guess you can tell, like, because she was, you know, dating Hercules and she was, um, he is not going to be hanging out with No, so she doesn't see so she just probably their side as much. She wasn't yeah, aware. She just, she just wasn't seeing them and so she didn't yeah. know what they were going through. It's very kind of like... Um, you know, privilege, so she didn't even notice there yeah. was an issue. Like, you can tell that once the issue is presented to her, she's like, Yeah, once she realized it was an issue, okay. she was like, Okay, this is not okay. This is, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to, because I think we skipped over those scenes and I yeah. do love them. Because again, it's that thing of. You show it, that journey. Yeah. And again, it's that thing of. It, these are the scenes that make me like this film because you have that those scenes where they're people yeah those scenes were necessary yeah and like like I said like it, it's the half boy's idea yeah and and he's so like excited to be like hey they liked my idea and like you know Frozo's like yeah they would they were in stitches, they were in tears. It was hilarious. And it is like showing them as people. They're not yeah. like they're living. Yeah, life. showing them as who they are as people. Yeah. Yeah. And being like, hey, mm. you need to stop this prejudice. Yeah. And so yeah, it's scenes like that that put this film on the green side. Yeah. And then we have a scene, and then this is kind of the finale. It, yeah. they're, they're moving camp during a thunderstorm thunderstorm raining i love how a lot of films especially in that era it's a thunderstorm where all is revealed <laughs> i just i just love that trope it is it is like um thunderstorms you know reveal all they're, they are scary like yeah nature is real going through it and i just like that we are like yeah it's a horror film. Let's put the scary, the scary weather in. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's there that is revealed where Hans has with two others. He's planned a coup. Oh, three, three in the room. Three in the room. Yeah, it's Hans and two others. The so three. 
No, there's the guy with the flip knife. There's the guy with the gun, and then there's there's the guy who. Keeps oh yeah, there's the other that guy. harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Cleopatra's like, get out. I need like Hans needs to rest, and I need to give him his medicine. Wink, wink. And then you guys need to go. But that's when she, the she guy doesn't even wait for them to. Leave. No, she just does it right in front of them as if like, are you well, dumb? I don't care. Yeah. Are you an absolute fucking idiot? I mean, good, but yeah. And then that's why that where one of them pulls out the flip knife. I love that scene as if, hey, bitch, you're not doing this. And then the other guy in the other corner pulls out his gun. Yeah. And then the other one, he just carries on playing the harmonica. Yeah, I I love it because it's like diegetic music. Yeah. Because he, he's playing it, and it is kind of like sort of spooky music. Yeah, it's on theme. And he just keeps playing it, and he, you know what? These are performers. That's what, and it they is. are performing. Yeah, like they're literally circus folk. He's like, "Oh, guys, let me set the mood. Let me set the atmosphere." He's like the bard. Yeah, he's uh, going to give everyone a boost. I'm going to give everyone a plus four on performance. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, inspiration. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she like literally goes to poison them, and this is when she's coming out with the medicine. And Hans just gets out of bed because he's, you know... Yeah, he throws the covers back, he sits up, and then Cleopatra turns around and she's like, oh, you're up. He confronts her. And it's like, yeah, he's like, no, bring out that little bottle. Yeah. I want to see what that bottle is. Yeah. And then he's like, you've been poisoning me. And she legs it. Mm Mm-hmm. And at this time, we also have Frida finding Frozo. Yeah. Frida finds Frozo because she's like, I just saw Hercules going into... Or like, yeah, he breaks down the bottom half Hercules of the door. Hercules is going after Venus because she's confronted him. No, again, she's clued in. She doesn't know that Hercules is going to go after her, but she knows. Yeah, Frida's her brain like, has worked it out. Yeah, Frida's like... She's smart. I saw Venus confronting Hercules. And so if Hans it, is getting poisoned, there's going to be some danger to Venus if she yeah. knows anything. It, it's like not even that Hercules has said anything. Frida's just like, yo, Frozo, we don't trust this guy. Yeah, you and need he, to go to Venus now. She needs help. And as that's again, when the door gets bashed down. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, again, before. we love how communicative these ladies are. Mm-hmm. But Honey, play your cards closer to your chest. <laughs> Maybe talk to Frozo before you confront. I get we love it. I guess I guess also you that's again that idea of that's her ex. She thinks yeah. there's somewhat more of a connection. She thinks that that's enough and that they were together, he would never come for her. Yeah. Maybe. But she's got some safety because of it, but she doesn't. Yeah. But, but again, she, I don't think she realized just how bad Hercules yeah. is. Yeah. Um, again, like, ladies, play your cards closer to your chest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, Hercules is breaking down the door and then Frozo goes for him. He's like, no, that's my girl. Yeah. And he's easy yelling at Venus to get out. Mm-hmm, to be like, mm-hmm. no, it's not safe for you and you, you need to get out. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. that's when the... And there's a bit where Hercules pushes him into like the fireplace and there's yeah. like, the fire like, they're proper brawling yeah 
And Venus doesn't get out. No, she's like, I'm not she leaving for She's zone. like, that's my man. Yeah, we, how dare we you? We kissed. Excuse me, that was a damn good kiss. I'd like a second. I'm not going to let you die. Yeah. And then and the I'm... trailer topples over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's lightning strikes. Yeah, and, and that's when Venus does leave because the trailer's toppled over. Yeah, she's and... like, okay, we need to exit this trailer. Yeah, and... Hercules again because Hercules is the strong man. Yeah. Like he Frozo is going into this fight definitely at his disadvantage because he's just a clown. Yeah, he's the clown and Frozo is this strong ass man. Frozo, yeah, Frozo's the clown, Hercules is the you said Frozo Yeah, I said it the wrong way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Frozo's literally just a yeah, like a clown. And yeah. Hercules has got him down in the and again it's the rain it's the mud it's everything and then one of the one of the freaks throws his blade i think it's the switchblade guy yeah switchblade guy throws it and he gets hercules and hercules is like hurt and he's um kind of crawling under the wreckage of uh he's he's underneath yeah the trailer and it, it's these trailers with like these kind of big wheels yeah like wagon he, wheels and yes he's he's kind of like sitting height it's kind of like half it's about like there's enough space for half of a tall man to sit mm. but yeah for a tall man to sit and so all of the freaks who have you know the half boy is just walking on his arms through the rain there's also this guy who we haven't mentioned who has um no arms or legs oh yeah and you see him earlier like lighting a lighting cigarette. his cigarette like, yeah so i love that it was so like, well done like he like he props a cigarette up he gets to, yeah and it's like matches yeah so he's he, like, he he's like the match pushing, with his he, but he like yeah has to like open yeah. the matchbox take the match out like close the mo- matchbox flick it and then light and then like blow out the match as well it's so it's, so it's a beautifully done and it just shows how like able he is yeah you know like he has just how much it. he can do yeah um and he yeah and so you have the half boy you have him because under under the wagon they're not at a disadvantage no that's where they will thrive in a situation where there's a fight because, yeah, because, because he the mobility of strongman is limited in this place mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to work around this space whereas yeah. they do yeah and everyone is coming for them yeah all of the freaks and again you have that they go on about it in the film this um if you who yeah, won, like, you like, like them all. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, exactly. The guy says at the start when he introduces, "Offend one, and you offend them all." And it is, yeah, like they have come for Hans, and now they will pay. Yeah, and they absolutely kill Hercules. Yeah, they they go for him, and we, you know what? We, we love mob justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, I will go on record. Mm-hmm. We love mob justice when it is justice. Yes, when it is justice. <laughs> and this is and justice. here it is. This Literally. is justice. And and then 
we have Cleopatra. She runs running. off into the forest. And again, she's being pursued. Yeah. But we don't see what happens to her. No. Except we do, because this is where it cuts back to the beginning. Yeah. And the flashback has ended. And we're now in the modern time. And, and then we finally get that glimpse into this pit. Yes. And she she essentially has no more legs, but no. it also kind of looks She looks like, like she's pot chicken. Loose. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a chicken, yeah. Yeah, she's got feathers and a tail. Yeah, I don't quite know how. No, I was a bit confused a little bit. What do you reckon about the fact that you see her? I like the fact we see her at the end. Yes, I kind of wish we hadn't seen her at all. Yeah, and left it that mystery as, oh, what actually happened? Yeah. But it... I guess it does kind of give it a conclusion. I guess maybe if we hadn't seen her, I would say it's a bit anticlimactic. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because the point was to get to what she is now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just, I'm just confused at the chicken part. Yes. Well, I guess because the point is they have to make her look more monstrous than anything ever before. Yes, and we've spent to a make whole... her a real spectacle, a real yes. in quotes monster baby, as was said in the beginning. Yeah. We've spent the whole film getting to know these people with abnormalities. Yeah. And they don't look monstrous. So I guess they do have to make it not a common deformity. Yeah. Like if they if they're just taking away her legs, it's like, okay, well, we've seen the half boy walking around. Yeah. He's fine. So I guess they do have to go like a stage the extra mile. Beyond. Yeah. And then we have Hans. And Hans... Yeah, and it's also not revealed as well at that point what happens to Cleo. Just that it said that yes. this is what happens when you hurt one of them. Yes. It's just kind of like, hey, we're the magic of how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. If on a thunderous night you've been long conning. Mm-hmm. You've been doing something bad. <laughs> you've been trying to murder. You'll get your comeuppance. Yeah. Somehow become a chicken. Mm-hmm. You'll, um, you'll get your paper. Yeah. And then we have Hans, and he's living in a big a mansion. mansion. Yeah, a mansion. He's in this big fireplace. He's, I think, leading the circus now? I, I kind of get the sense that he's left the circus. Well, yeah, that's what... He... Because, I mean, he was never comfortable being a, a freak. Yeah, I had... I was unsure as... I thought... He's left, but I also thought maybe he hasn't. I was unsure what his position now was. But he's done something to... Oh, he inherited the money. Yeah. I was going to say, he's obviously done something to earn the money to get the yeah. mansion, but I was like, no, he's inherited yeah. the money. There we are. He's 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 cashed in his inheritance yeah. and he's and left he's, the circus. Yeah, he's living comfortably now. But he's also but he's like still a recluse. Yeah. He, he doesn't want anyone... Like, his butler comes in and he's like, there's some people to see you. And he's like, turn them away. Yeah, he will not see anyone apart from, like, his butler. Yeah. But or any other staff who may work there. He just doesn't want to see people. It's Frozo and Venus, and they're like, no, you will see us. Yeah. Because we've got someone who you owe. Need to see. And, like, a cup, do they say, oh? Like, I feel like they do kind of say, like, no, no. You owe her you, this. You owe her this. If they didn't say it, they gave the vibe. They implied it. That's that's what I got, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's Frida. 
and Frida is still she cares she's so kind as yeah yeah and she just gives him a hug and like still reassures him yeah yeah even even after all like again like it's it is the internalized ableism that does is the reason he rejects her yeah but he's hurt her and she still has his back yeah um and she says you know like Frozo and venus have been good to me yeah i think i kind of got the sense that the circus closed yeah there were some murders some of the trailers toppled maybe let's disband the circus yeah we don't want anyone <laughs> coming for us but we're good <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. i like i just love the fact that even throughout all that venus and frozo stay together and mm-hmm. tuck on frida yeah yeah because and they're like she hey says, you're coming with us yeah she we'll says she says they've been good to me and yeah. i guess you kind of do get the sense that, you know it's 1930s it would be hard for her to live a life on her own but you yeah don't, it's not a pity like no it's a out of genuine kindness you yeah. are our friend you are our family yeah we're here for you and i do you know what i want i love that i want a sequel yeah of just them i want a sequel of them in their like little kind of like cottage home yeah like or two bed apartment yeah and like Frida is, you know, doing her thing and Frozo and like Venus are like happily married and it is Bliss. Frida and Hans getting back together. Yeah. They're re- like, reuniting. Slow. Mm. And the whole film is him coming to terms. Yeah, it's his himself. growth. Whereas I think that this film is more on Venus's growth. Yeah. As to whereas the sequel would be his growth and come to terms with himself and who he is mm-hmm. and finally feeling accepted. Yeah, yeah. And then and then and then they can be together at the end. Yeah. But he has to, there's like a big scene. He has to have that journey. There's a big scene where he apologizes for all mm. the hurt he caused her. And Frida being Frida and how much she loves him is like and how clued in she is. Yeah, it's like, like, no, it's okay. I know. I know why you did the things yeah, you did. Yeah, I know what was going on. I I've struggled with those thoughts yeah. too. Like, it's fine. We move. We grow. We 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 love. Yeah. Um, that's why I won as a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about how it would be made, um, given that these actors, um, it's the 1930s. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, I that that's my head canon for what happens next. Yeah, no, I I have the same head kind of because because again, like you don't get the thing that um, Hans and Frida are instantly back together, but they have that hug. Yeah, and it's kind of like is that love. okay? There's there's still peace. Yeah, it it's more of a peace um, peace offering. Yeah, yeah. Like peace is exactly the word. You can see that there's still love there, but it's not like. Let's make out. No, it's like there's still the. I'm still hurt from what you did, but I know there was. I know the external factors going on, but it's it's okay. Yeah, and I think you know Frida's reassurance is probably one of the most like helpful things to harm. Yeah, I think that's what saves him. Yeah, because he's he's completely secluded himself. He's completely shut himself off, Mm -hmm. and this is probably the like only human contact he's had yeah, yeah is this hug from Frida 
Yeah. And again, like not to not to like we've we've been saying this whole time, of our own people. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's because she has the exact condition that he has. But I think it is more meaningful. The yeah. fact that she does. It is that thing of like, yeah, like like, you know, any anyone else like She's had know, a similar journey. Yes. It it's that thing of of, you know, Frozo could say, Hey man, I know what you're going through. And he does it. Mm. He can see and he can understand, but he can never relate. Yeah. He doesn't and know I, what it feels like inside like of as a person to have gone through this his whole specific life. yeah thing because like yeah like as as Hans keeps saying like he's an adult man he has mm. lived his whole life with this and that's the film freaks yes <laughs> thoughts and feelings and then I'll get into context and heads up I know we've literally already been recording for an hour 48 minutes. <laughs> I have a lot of context. Oh. I feel like it's very important. I feel like the context was the important. Film, because I think this film is so like like we've been saying throughout this whole time, we're trying to be like delicate with words because yeah. obviously this is it's an interesting film because mm it has that weird tone. Yeah. So I do I do have a lot of context. I think it's necessary. Heads up. <laughs> no, I think um, the context would be necessary for this film as well. Even though I've not heard what you've said, I think because of the film it is. We'll get Mog to say at the end whether she thought that context was necessary. Yeah, or I'll, I'll give the final view. <laughs> at the end, you're like, no, Kitty, you just talked for an hour and it was pointless. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Um, but no, so I do... what are now? I do like the film a bit more now. I still have the tone issues. Yes. I think sometimes it does just help to talk it through because you yeah. actually think about what you thought. Cause it helps you process it more. It's such a confronting film. Yeah. Like the film is literally called Freaks. Yeah. It hits you in the face. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like sideshow, like performers. It's not circus. It's freaks. freaks. It's so derogatory. Everything mm. about this film feels so derogatory. So it's, yeah. Yeah. I 100% agree. I just love the scenes and the growth with um, Venus and Frozo. Mm-hmm. I think those, as we said earlier, were necessary. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was so wary, like, it is that thing of, of, yeah, like, do we need to, you know, it's it's that thing of, um, not really spoilers for the D&D movie, but we <laughs> recently both watched the D&D yeah. movie, and we were talking about it, and one of my main criticisms is, why the hell are we following Chris Pine? Yeah, they would have been so much better if it would have followed anybody else. else. <laughs> Literally but anybody else. He's just such a bland character. Um, mm. Hey, <laughs> welcome to our episode on D&D. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just this thing of, but of course he's the main character because he's the straight white man. Yeah. You know, of course he's the main character. 
And it's that, of course, that annoys me so much. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's 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 never even questioned because, of course, he's the main character. Yeah. Even though, like I said, he's so very bland. Um, and I was so wary about Frozo and Venus because they are, you know, able-bodied. Like, in a film yeah. that should be about the freaks owning, owning their abnormalities. It highlights why are they... We like have it's the superiority of like that white savior. Yeah, exactly. Abled, able-bodied savior, yeah. able-bodied savior narrative. But I don't think it does fall into that. No, it's like I know. I think I did have that question. Is it? But it's like no. I think because I mean, at the end of the day, they don't like the whole you know white savior narrative. Is is an issue because they are the savior. Yeah, but whereas they're... in this film, like Hercules is gonna kill Frozo. Yeah, he has him down in the mud, and, and it's, it's the freaks. They band it's together. The guy. Yeah, they plan this coup, and yeah. it's the yeah. It's like you said, the switchblade guy. He's the one that takes down Hercules. Yeah, he's he's the one who gets Hercules like off of Frozo. Yeah, and then Frozo isn't even in the ending because again, no. it's, it's under. It's under the trailer. Like he would be at the same disadvantage that Hercules is. So it's like, you know what? And also, he is a part of a family in the way that they keep saying he is not. And that, that, I think that's why I joked about like their allies. Mm. He and Venus aren't part of the mob justice. No. Because whilst they are completely here for for community they are still not a part of it no and I think I think I like that I like that they're not in Mm. the mob justice because it is that thing of like this is your business and not in a this is your business we're not involved no it's more in a you it's your place to take them down yeah I'm not going to take this over and do it for you because you are more than capable of doing it yourself yeah yeah I'm not going to talk over you kind of yeah you have your own voice yeah yeah do it and and again, like when they go to see Hans at the end, they don't say they do say some things in that scene, but they hardly say anything. No, they don't leave the doorway. No, until they yeah they stand in the doorway, and then Frieda's the one who enters the room. Yeah, and then those two they leave Frieda and Hans to it. Yeah, and it is that thing of like again, like they are allies. Yeah, they're like we're gonna use our like station as well as white people in the 1930s we are going to be able to walk up into this mansion yeah we're going to use our advantages advantage to to, to, the uh pluses to (laughs) (laughs) to get frida into this building so she can get to hans and be like yeah yeah and and you know like with Venus confronting Hercules. Hercules. She is, she knows, I think one of the reasons that she does confront him is she knows that he would like, you know, if if the half boy or if um, the half man, half woman. Mm. Um, actually, do you know what? I think she's down as half woman, half man. Yeah, isn't it wild? Isn't it patriarchal? 
that my mouth wants to say man before woman. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah, like the half boy, half woman, and the half woman, half man. Like if they were the ones to confront Hans. Then they would have been in more danger. Yeah, so much more danger. And she is aware of that. And that's why she is the one going to confront Hercules. She is, yeah, she's aware of it. Like the bit with, there is actually a scene where the half woman, half man does say something to Hercules. I, ca- I can't remember. Oh, he's a and trailer he and... just punches. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, just for it's, reference... It's um, a sexist comment, I think, is made. I was going to say, just for reference, I am using she, her pronouns because um, the actress is, yeah. um, does use she, her pronouns. Okay. And again, when I talk about the actors... I will get into that. But but yeah, like he just decks her. Mm. Like not even like a gentle punch, like she falls. He fall on goes. Yeah. And, and he's he gets, a strong man. He's a strong man. So that is a punch. And I don't know if Venus sees that or if she's actually just clued in. Mm. But like she is again using that privilege of I am able bodied. I know that this absolute dickhead will not listen to He will to not anyone. hesitate for anybody else. You know, it's a punch today. What will it be tomorrow? Mm. I don't know if she actually knows that they're poisoning Hans. Like, I, don't I don't think she knows think she that just, much. I she just has her suspicions that something's going on. It's yeah. not okay. And someone's being hurt. So yeah, she doesn't even know that they're actively trying to kill already. Yeah. She knows that any of the freaks would be in danger. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I had a lot of thought about Frozo and Venus. <laughs> um, and again, isn't it interesting that we're spending so much time talking about them and not the others? Yeah. And that's where it, it becomes tricky again with the tone. Yeah. I Again, I, I do think it is very important i mean you're never gonna have like like we were saying like even if it came out today yeah well it's like i know when i was searching for film to watch it i Mm -hmm. saw that it didn't come out in the uk until 2002 because it was banned yeah 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 and this film was first released in 1932 yeah 1932 i again we got a lot of context to go so should i get into it yeah let's do a dive if you don't care about context and you only wanted to hear the synopsis of um, Freaks 1932, um, thank you so much for listening. We yeah. have been a horror shared. To hear about the context of the 1932 Freaks, keep your eyes peeled for part two.